0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans
1: for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. All right, it's a winning Monday, and I'm here with Louis Rogoni.
0: Hey, Dolphins! We're
1: going to talk about the Forty Nine er game a little bit. Uh, I got to tell you, you really had to settle in quickly because uh, they came out smoking.
0: <laughs> they came out smoking and ended smoking. It was four four quarters of. Uh... A delightful Sunday. That's all I can tell you. A late, late start. And, uh, it was a good, good way to go into dinner and whatnot yesterday. It was a lot of fun.
1: It was fun. And I, I think what made it fun was exactly what you said. You know, they came out, uh, smoking. They, they, they executed great on both sides of the ball. Fitzpatrick played as well as he can play. Uh, you had the receivers catching passes and, and, you know, not dropping them for the most part. And, uh, you know, the, the young linemen uh, looked like they belong. It was, just, it was just fun all around. Defense was popping people. Van Ginkle made a pre- his presence felt. I mean, so much to talk about.
0: Oh, yeah. There were a lot of hits on the defensive side that were fun to see. I mean, guys were just laying people out yesterday. And, uh, you know, we don't see a lot of that. Uh, you know, fourth down stops and interceptions and, you know, the the quarterback just getting annihilated, you know, from all angles. Uh,
1: uh-huh. Quickly on, too, quickly. On
0: certain plays. And, yeah. and you know, first play of the game, you know, you see something you haven't seen in weeks, you know, a ball down the field, you know, them challenging the corners. And, uh, you know, they'd go to it often in the first half. You know, the second half they slowed down a bit because they had the big lead. But, you Boy, I'll tell you what—you know—seeing the ball down the field was was great to watch. Right That's at, exactly right,
1: what you were asking for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right out of the gate, and um, you know, I—you I, got to give the coaching staff credit here. And I—I I don't know if it's Galey or if Flores, you know, went to him and said, "Hey, look, you know, you got to get a little bit more aggressive getting the ball down the field." I have no idea, but it was like night and day. It was. I mean, we saw more balls down the field yesterday than we have seen. Well, I I think they saw,
1: you know, a practice squad cornerback lining up out there, and they were going to figure out if he was worth his weight in salt, you know?
0: Oh, absolutely. But, you know, it was more so, you know, even the Gasecki down the field. Yeah. Uh, You know, the pass down the field was 20, 30 yards, you know, and just a perfect pass. And uh you know, getting back to Fitzpatrick, Mike, I mean, this guy threw six incompletions yesterday the whole day, threw the ball twenty-eight times, twenty-two at twenty-eight. And uh, you know, he has these type of games where, you know, you you don't think he's gonna miss and and you kinda you know, you you are starting to take him I, I can't say for granted, but you're kinda getting used to this type of, you know, game, so to speak, where when I looked at his numbers after the game, I was like, oh, my God, those were even better than what I thought they were. You know, six incompletions the whole day, uh, you know, against Jacksonville, he threw two incompletions that whole game. I mean, yeah. you know, that says something. And they were throwing the ball deep yesterday, too. It wasn't, you know, these, these stinking dunks. <laughs> dunks to where, okay, you know, you're going to complete those passes. These were low-percentage passes, you know, half of them. And um, – you know they they were very very successful in well, doing you
1: got to credit the receivers too i mean Absolutely. both williams and parker were just making plays
0: they were they were making plays um You know, you had a couple drops in there. Um, You know, Grant dropped the ball. So, you know, Fitzpatrick's numbers could have been even a little bit better. But um, overall, just a great effort.
1: Um, Yeah, Grant wasn't on his game yesterday. He he muffed the punt. Thank God he jumped on it. But, uh, no, he wasn't on his game yesterday. He just
0: did not have a good day. No, he didn't. He was one of the few, I (laughs) I think, on his one run. Was it him that ran that the ball? 12, that just twelve yards. Oh, yard oh my loss. goodness! Yes. I yes. mean, you know, I di- I didn't particularly like the play call because I just felt that it wasn't necessary. It, it wasn't you know, there
1: either because that that end was in quicker than he could even get around him.
0: Absolutely, it was. Uh, you know, it, it was a negative play. It was one of the few negative plays. And, you know, so we'll just, uh, you know, we'll we'll give that. We'll give Grant, you know, the, the rest of the team bailed him out. Let's go that route. You know, yep. they they bailed him out yesterday. And, um, you know, it was just fun to watch. Everybody in the passing game was involved for really the first time this year. You had all three guys, you know, just putting up really nice numbers um you know what's interesting is that Parker had had the uh you know the worst day of the group you know the starters you know the other the other two guys that you know I know Williams went over 100 and Gusecki was just under 100 but uh you know Parker was kind of an afterthought yesterday and you know look at how many points we put up on the board so you know there you have it you know it was you know, nice. if, you,
1: if you look at the stats from yesterday, one thing jumped out at me that I, I really never would have guessed, and, and that was our third down conversion percentage. Did you look at it?
0: I didn't. I didn't. I know it was good. I could tell you that. No, it, was it wasn't. That oh, was, was it? that was the really? whole thing?
1: Yeah, we were four for twelve. Wow. Third down conversions, and when I saw that, I said, "Wow, I never would have expected that." Then you think, "Okay, we went for two. We went for it twice on fourth down and converted both of those." Right. So so that helped, you know. Uh and, and you know what? I still Mike? wouldn't have thought that.
0: Yeah, but you know what? There was some third downs late in that game where they were uh running the football. Yes. You know, so those those stats are you know a little you know they're a little bit skewed. Um you know, late in the game and we were kicking those field goals. I mean, San Francisco was sitting on our run. They knew we weren't trying to run up the score. So you figure there was at least three possessions late in that game, to where we ran the ball on third down, and we weren't even really attempting to get yeah. first downs. I mean, we yeah. were, but no, you're you know, exactly
1: right. They were they were playing conservative. They were showing clock and and doing the best they can to do that. And if they converted, they converted. If they didn't, they didn't.
0: Exactly. So you know those stats are you know probably a little bit skewed, like we said, but a little bit. but. You know, listen. When you're when you're on first down, throwing the ball 30, 40 yards down the field and completing them, I mean, I'll take that all day. You know, we don't need third downs. You <laughs> That's know? right. We're going right. up and down the field and putting points on the board. It was just a. It it was really, really fun to watch. And um, you know, I, I don't know if there's anybody out there, you know, that that expected not only for them to win, but the way they won this football game. Um, well, I sure as hell
1: didn't. No, no, I, mean, I don't. You know, nobody. I had pre- no reason to think that. You know?
0: Exactly. Oh, nobody did. I mean, you know, you're looking at the team and they, they've played a pretty solid football game week in and week out. And, you know, this is what we talked about coming into this season that you want them to be competitive every single week. And, and pretty, they they've have done that. They've, they've done, that. done that. I mean, you know, we're five weeks in, we're two and three. And I'll tell you, you know, a couple plays against Seattle, a couple of plays against Buffalo, and uh, against New England. New England
1: is the game where they really weren't in it as, as they were the other games, you know, because Cam Newton kind of caught them off guard, and uh, it was what it was. But, you know, I aside from that game, I think they've been very competitive.
0: They have, and they were competitive in that New England game. I mean, what was it, it until, 21 Yeah, to, until it,
1: it got away from them late.
0: Yeah, it did. You know, they they made some – they didn't make adjustments accordingly in that game. But, you know, overall, they've done a really good job up to this point. I mean, five games in, um, you've got to be happy with the direction that the team's going at this point. Thrilled. And, and, uh, yeah, you have to be thrilled. I mean, right now, and I know the talk is going to be this week that, you know what, we're a playoff contender.
1: No, I'm not ready to go that far.
0: And uh, well, I mean, you know, if you look around the NFL right now, <laughs> well, yeah. Mike, you're kind of yeah. thinking to yourself, I can understand that thought process without a question of a doubt. I mean, you've got two games against the Jets, and they're not looking very good right now. They don't have to look um, good.
1: They're the Jets. You know how that goes.
0: Exactly. And you look at our schedule, and it, it seems somewhat tough. But, you know, when you looked at the schedule, I mean, you had this as a as an L. You know, you had Seattle as an L. Now, we did lose, but it was a game that, that could have been won. Like I said, a few plays away from winning. So, they're competing against some of the better football teams in football. We've got a long way to go, so we'll see. You know, That's we'll right. see what There's happens. A
1: little bit of progression here and there, and that they could find themselves competing towards the end of the season. But, uh I love the way the you know, line played yesterday. I mean, they did not run block great, but by and large, I really felt their presence. And it's been so long since we were able to say that.
0: Absolutely. The offensive line as a whole, um, regardless of who's been playing. I know we had the injury to Jackson this week. And, um You know, we we didn't skip a beat. I mean, Davis
1: did a nice job on the left side, surprisingly so, because he hasn't played that well on the right side. But he did a good job yesterday, and uh, Hunt for his first game, I thought was excellent.
0: Yes, I mean, listen you know it it if <laughs> if you would have told me that they would have been in that position yesterday losing Jackson you know that was another you know we're looking at this and we're like wow i mean they they're really going to struggle but even the running game um you know you're not seeing these negative runs you're not seeing the 0 and 1 yard runs like you did last year i mean it's always it's not it's not spectacular but it's it's three, it's four yards, it's five yards. It, it, we're not putting ourselves in a position where it's second and 12, second and 11, right. second and 10. They're, they're getting some type of push. I mean, it's nothing great because – in all honesty, you know, I, I say this over and over again about Gaskins. I mean, he's been very solid, but he's not a spectacular running back. You know, you don't have that guy like a Ricky Williams that all he needs is a little bit of daylight and he sees sees the field real well, he makes a cutback, and he's gaining big chunks of yardage. You know, you're not seeing those type of plays. So their
1: credit, both Breda and Gaskin are averaging uh, at least two yards after contact.
0: Right. And that's, that's key. I'll tell you, Breida, that one run he had up the middle yesterday, I mean, you know, for a guy that's as fast as he is, and um, that was one of his few decent runs because, again, he ran the ball quite a bit late in the game when San Francisco was just sitting on our run. So his, his numbers are going to be a little skewed as well. But um, he actually had a couple of really nice plays yesterday. And you just see that burst that, you know, you just want to see more of. You know, you want to see him involved a little bit more. Uh, I think he had a reception uh, that, that uh, you know, that he just exploded on, that 131-yard catch. I mean, he was just blowing past guys. Uh, and that was really his only target, you know, the whole game. So you kind of want to see more of that. Hopefully going forward they incorporate him a little bit more because, uh, you know, he. it's fun to watch. Anytime he touches the football, You you know, you're expecting big things, you know.
1: Yep, you got to find ways to get him the football. And uh, I would say the same for Grant if he just hold on to it.
0: Yeah, I mean, Grant, you know, listen, it, the one thing that we don't consider is this as well, is that, you know, Albert Wilson in the slot is a big loss this year. I yes. mean, I, you know, I truly believe that if he was part of this team right now, whoa, I mean, they'd be they'd be very difficult because Grant is not up to this point having a very good year as far as I'm concerned. I know, you know, when you look at grades and stuff like that, you know, he might be grading out okay. But um, overall, you know, when you watch it, you know, when you're physically watching the game, you know, he doesn't seem to have it all together quite yet. He's not crisp. Hopefully, going forward, he steps up. But Albert Wilson in this offense would have – oh, my God. It would have been really, really fun to watch with him in the slot, you know. Yeah. Um, You know, he came on late last year. And, you know, it's a guy that, you know, we'll have next year. You know, hopefully uh, he brings something to the table with a year to rest, right?
1: Yeah. That's all you can hope for, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, he'll be fresh.
0: (laughs) He'll be fresh, right? (laughs) He'll definitely be fresh, that's for sure. Yeah. but uh, yeah, I mean, um, you know we you know we talked about uh, coming right out and and throwing the football, and it was just great great to see you know the big third down catch by Ford on that first drive, and then they get Sheehan involved. I mean, his first you know playing time, and you know on the very first drive of the first game he's playing in, uh, he catches a touchdown pass. You know yeah. that was that was great to see. I mean, yeah. you know what we're seeing is Mike. Is we're seeing all the guys making plays. You know, you talked about uh, Sealer, and uh, you know, you looking forward to him playing some football for us. Well, uh-huh. you know, on on uh, right after San Francisco went three and out, and we drove down the field to get the ball back, and Sealer comes up with a big sack. You know, I mean, you know, these are the type of guys. This is what depth does for you, and you're starting to see a little bit of depth when guys are getting hurt and going down. Guys are stepping in as guys that are somewhat decent replacements. I mean, let's go back to the offensive line for a, for a second, Mike. When we lost tackles in the past, I, I mean, it, it was it, over. It, it was done. <laughs> it was absent. I mean, we were having we had guys on the field that were just getting annihilated. I mean, they were just. They, it, you might as well have put me and you out there at left and right tackle when we were losing people. I mean. Now no, you have that right. Now you have a little bit of depth <laughs> and you're seeing guys that are capable, you know, at least doing a decent job out there and not just getting totally dominated on the football field. And this this is where this team is compared to where they've been in years past to where they have some depth to where guys, you know, you feel okay with guys stepping in and they're getting the job done. And and you know, they're going in the right direction. You know, that's another thing you have to look at.
1: Nine different players caught a ball yesterday.
0: Right. I mean, just, you know, I mean, that's what Fitzpatrick does. You know, we can go back to him now. And that's what he does. You know, he he spreads the ball around. You know, it was nice to see Cox involved a little bit, the fullback. Um, uh-huh. You know, he made some plays yesterday, um, you know, some nice blocks. I mean, you know, they they were showing it on instant replay on the TV, and he was, you know, laying some people out at times. He caught a pass in the flat. I mean, they're getting, other than, you know, Parker involved, you know, it's it's fun to see. If it's Patrick has these type of games where, you know, you can't really uh, focus on one guy. I mean, yes, Parker's going to get – the majority of the targets because he's your best football player. But the fact that they don't just continually go to him and have to depend on him is a positive. You know, Isaiah Ford's another guy. Yesterday,
1: Gasecki had the most targets. He was targeted six times and Gaskin and Williams five, and then uh, Parker had three.
0: Right, yes. Uh, Usually it is Parker, and yesterday he was an afterthought. You Uh know, I mean, I guess maybe they They were. They must have been taking him away. Right. And, and that's what we talked about, you know, as well is that, you know, you, you're throwing in the tight windows with Parker. We felt that coming in that, you know, teams were going to start sitting on him and these other guys have to step up and play some football. And you know, to Preston Williams's credit, you know he had a great game yesterday. I mean, five targets, four receptions, 106 yards, and a yeah. touchdown. Yeah, um, you know, just a nice, nice football game. Same with Kosicki. You know, you got to give him a lot of credit. Uh, you know the catch down the uh, down the middle of the field, and then him going down the sideline with a seventy-yard reception. I mean, you know that's what this guy's capable of doing. I mean, you get him in open space, and you know he can run. You know, I mean it. it it's really it was really fun to watch. It really is, and and um, you know, hopefully going forward, you know, we see a lot more of this type of play. You know,
1: yeah. on the defensive side, you had a couple of interceptions. You had Howard pick off one. You had McCain pick off one.
0: Yep. Absolutely. And uh, boy, I'll tell you, you know they took they took San Francisco's receivers basically out of the football game. I mean, listen, they had they had one drive where they ran the ball all over us and and that is, that is a frustration to me at times because you know to me, it, it seems like um, we have those type of breakdowns at times. And you know at that point in the football game, uh, San Francisco got right back in it. And they got back in it way too quickly. I mean, it was like, you know, four or five plays and they're up the field and they're in the end zone. And you're thinking to yourself, come on, guys. You know, at least let them work a little bit for it. It was just too easy. Uh, you know, Mozark, I think, had a 37-yard run on that play and they just went right up the field on us. Um, and then they had one other drive where they passed the ball up the field and, and, and got, you know, got into the end zone. But other than that, you know the defense did play very well, Mike. Overall, they really, really did do a good job. The secondary took the the, the uh, receivers out of the football game. I mean, Samuel, who's probably their best receiver, had two catches for 19 yards yesterday, and um, yeah, and
1: he was targeted eight times.
0: He was targeted eight times exactly. And Ayuk, who's you know a dynamic young receiver, had three for 44. So. You know the philosophy and what we talked about in regard to you know Jones being back and and our corners you know both being able to just play other teams' receivers man to man you know the rest of the way here hopefully you know they're both health they stay healthy so. it, it is a major plus because it allows your safeties to roam a little bit you know it allowed them to basically just sit two three guys on Kittle. I mean, they, they, every time he caught the ball, it seemed like the, half the team was around him. It was great, you know. Yeah. Uh, Baker and was,
1: Rowe had them a lot, and they, they mixed it. They mixed the coverages up pretty well.
0: Yes, I mean, they, they had a very, very good philosophy on defense yesterday. And, um, you know, when you have the, the ability to have, as I said, two corners, you know, just playing man-to-man on the outside, it frees up a lot of guys. And, you um, you know and it showed yesterday and you know uh as we play teams the rest of the way you know i i expect a lot of the same type of uh you know play in the secondary to where our safeties and our nickel are going to be able to do a lot of different things back there you know and they're just gonna allow our corners to just uh take care of their business without much much help
1: well you know when you can when you can do that it it gives the defense a lot of different options. They can, they can blitz more. They can, uh, you know, use others in coverage to take a guy like Kittle out of the game. It just gives them a lot more options. So, so it makes it a lot easier to defend.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, Ogba and and Van Ginkle, you know, the pressure – that we were putting on the quarterback yesterday. I mean, you know, again, here's Van Ginkle. He steps in, right? This is, mm-hmm. again, let's go back to depth. You know, and these are guys that were not starters at the beginning of the year, and, they, and they've been put in, and they're making plays yeah. over played, the course of a He was playing with his hair game. on
1: fire. He was running around and smacking right. people. It was fun right. to watch.
0: Looked like Clay Matthews Jr. out there, right? A little bit. A, little a, bit. a skinnier version. Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, and Ogba's really played well over the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, Wilkins had a big fourth down stop. I mean, he played well yesterday. I mean, it. You know, it's it's really really they didn't
1: play well against the run though. I mean, I know yes. I said that before, but the the uh, defensive line really struggled against their run game. I, I think you know their motion and uh, they just fool you, and they're good at what they do with the running game. Well, fortunately, we got a lead, and they really couldn't. Rely on that running game. Or yes. it might have been a different result.
0: Yeah, they put them in a position to where they and we talked a little bit. I think at half, and um, you know, I, I would the comment I made to you yesterday, and I'll, you know, I'll say it here, is that uh, they they did the best possible thing they could have done by putting putting the game in Giroppolo's hands. Now, I mean, they can run the ball all day if they want, but they're going to have to throw the football down the field to get back into it and. You know this team is you know they they're based around a very solid defense and a running game and um, you know when you're scoring points on your defense and uh, you know you're taking and he wasn't right
1: game. the quarterback you no. could tell he wasn't right
0: well he got he got hit a little bit Mike and he got pressured you know I mean you know I know he wasn't right and I know that. Uh, you know, that's what they were saying on the TV. But you know what? We've got to give our defense a little bit of credit on our part. I mean, even when the kid came in, uh, Bethard,
1: uh-huh. uh,
0: you know, they, they didn't have an awful lot of success with him in the game as well. And and there was a point, Mike, where they could have really got back into that football game. I mean, I know when they drove when on that one drive when he came in, you know, we're starting to think, oh, my God, please, you know, just don't start – going three and out and putting the ball right back in his hands. But to their credit, you know, they they did a very good job on him as well. Um, so, you know, and, and I do understand that Garoppolo may have not been at his best, but, hey, you know, the coaching staff made a decision. They felt that he was capable of going out there and doing the job. And um,
1: Yeah, you know, and the, the San Francisco Papers were roasting that coaching staff after the game.
0: Yeah, well – I mean, it is it is what it is. I mean, this is a team that went to the Super Bowl. You know, I don't care about what you know, right. the, the newspapers say. Nobody or felt
1: sorry for us when uh, Benogany was out there. So it's just the way it goes. You get, your depth has to produce.
0: Absolutely. And they had their whole offense intact yesterday. I mean, this was the healthiest that their offense has been all year. And... You know, to our credit, we did an extremely good job. You know, I'll say it over and over again. I mean, you know, we had some breakdowns here and there. It's understandable now. I mean, how about the penalties, Mike? You know, let's get on that a little bit. I mean, they extended drives for San Francisco on a few occasions yesterday. And the yeah, we had
1: seven seven penalties in the game. Oh, my God.
0: But, Mike, half of them shouldn't have been penalties. Yeah, I mean, that one weak. hit on the quarterback. There was a few
1: of them that just won. made me pissed. <laughs>
0: I'm just thinking to myself. I mean, really? Are you? I mean, just... he
1: barely touched him. It's not like it was egregious or, or any intent there. He just basically brushed up against him. I mean, it was so stupid.
0: There was there was some ridiculous ridiculous play, uh, uh, penalties called yesterday, and you know, I, I just get so frustrated by that. You know, yeah, it, I, it... I
1: hate to bash the refs because the other team's got to play with the same refs. You know. I'm sure there's calls that they don't like as well, you know, but it just seems like the refs this year have it out for us. I don't know why, what we did to them, but we've had such ticky tacky calls called against us.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, even on the, you know, the Karras, uh penalty where, you know, he kind of dove at the guy's legs, you know, I don't know if he even hit him. I mean I understand what he was trying to do and maybe, you know, the linebacker or whoever it was that he you know, he bailed at uh kind of started running away from him and he did go low but I don't know if he even touched him. I think he whiffed on him. The guy just kept running. I mean, it's not like he knocked him on his ass. I mean, you know, it. it I, some of the plays were, you know, it, some of the calls yesterday I just didn't agree with. That. Yeah, there were,
1: there were other calls in the game that I don't remember offhand that were pretty weak. But, you know, like I said, I, I hate to dwell on that, you know, because the, the other team has to deal with the same thing. So, you know, I just hope the officiating improves overall, you know, because – You want the game to be fair, and you want the game to be just. And, uh, you know, if we commit a foul, then fine, we committed a foul. But, you know, some of these holding calls, uh, uh, the tackling by the nameplate, you know, when they've actually got the jersey six inches under the nameplate, you can't call that.
0: No, it's ridiculous. The the roughing the passer call yesterday was absolutely horrendous. I mean, he hit him in the doggone chest. He didn't even knock him down. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> I listen. You know, the the good teams overcome that type of, of stuff, course. And, and we did that and yesterday. And I believe,
1: I believe that. I
0: really it, do believe that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that is the truth. I mean, you know, the good teams do overcome that. The good teams don't make those type of mistakes. So, uh, you know, it just so happened on that one drive when we really could have just taken complete control of the football game. They kept calling penalties, and they were at the. They were on third down, I think, two or three times on that one drive. It's like, oh my God, are you trying to put them uh-huh. back in this yeah, football right. game? You know, I mean, no, they were know,
1: just trying to make them use up the clock, right?
0: They all. were just trying to make it a little bit fair yesterday, uh-huh. I guess. Right? It didn't work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I always, you know, I always say uh, when you're talking about penalties and officiating if you let the officiating beat you you didn't deserve to win the game and that's just how i look at it
0: yeah i i agree i agree absolutely and and you know um you know let's go back to the defense a little bit you know they come out three and out and then on their second series you know we get the sack right um Mm -hmm. you know sealer gets the sack and you're in a third and 16 situation right and what do they do? They allow a 15-yard completion, right? So uh-huh. you're thinking, these son of a gun. So San Francisco decides to go for it on fourth down, and Wilkins makes the stop. Yep. And that's it. That's where games are decided, right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. You know, you had a breakdown. You know, you allowed 15 of the 16 yards – on third down, which, you know, you're frustrated about as a Dolphin fan. It's just but a
1: huge momentum swing.
0: Absolutely. On fourth down, you stop them, and there you have it. You know, Jack- again. Jacks
1: everybody up. The offense comes running out, you know, and they're excited. It just – it. It's a game changer.
0: Absolutely. And what do they do right after that, Mike? The stop? They go deep to Parker. Yep. And the aggressiveness yesterday in regard to the coaching staff with blitzes on the defensive side and, you know, changing, um, you know, their coverages, as you mentioned, on Kittle and whatnot. And then on offense, just being extremely aggressive and keeping the, you know, the, the pedal to the metal, so to speak, or, you know, whatever that, um, whatever that. Pedal to the metal, whatever that saying is. I mean, they, they just did an outstanding job. And, uh, you know, we want to see this going forward. You know, I think that they they see the capability of this football team right now. And uh, they're trending in the right direction. And, uh, you know, we'll see. Well, man. You know,
1: next week we were supposed to go out to Denver, and instead the Jets are coming to us. That's going to okay. be fun
0: to watch. Is that what they did? Yeah. Okay, you see, now I knew that they had switched our game out. But I did not know what uh, you know what the situation was. So now the Jets are coming here next week. Yes. Is that that's what's happening. Okay. Yes. I mean, listen, you know, we're catching the Jets at a pretty good time, right? I don't know if yeah. Darnold's gonna
1: They're all for the season.
0: They're all for the season. You know, Flacco may actually have to start another game. Uh, You know, not, not like Denver's a world beater right now either. I mean, I probably would have preferred to play Denver at this point because I don't think Locke's back. You know, they have a backup in as well. Um, and taking our chances (laughs) with the Jets later on in the year. But, hey, you know what? You know, it is what it is. You know, let's go out there. Let's kick their asses, you know. Um, know, uh, We're coming off a big win, and let's just hope that they, you know, they, they, they play the same type of football next week against a team that hasn't won a game yet. Exactly.
1: So if they somehow manage to win that, you know, then they're right back in the thick of things.
0: Absolutely. And you know, they listen, I know they have to go up to Buffalo later in the year, but let's see how far we come at that point. And you know, a couple of injuries here and there Mike, change the whole, you know, yeah. the whole complexity of a football team. I mean, you know, you you look at the NFL right now and some of the things that took place yesterday. Uh you know, the Giants just were nip and tuck with with Dallas all day yesterday yeah, and, poor Dak um, Prescott and, and how about the Raiders? I mean, they just went out and they kicked Kansas City's ass. Um, you know, that wasn't expected. I mean, they beat them. Yeah. You know, I, I watched a lot of that football game. I was very happy, you know, that I was able to see it. You know, because, you know, when when we play at 1 o'clock, we miss a lot of those. one. You know, the majority of the games are played at 1. And that game was really interesting to watch. It's a fantastic watch. game. Um, you know they they went out and they did a very good job on Kansas City's offense and uh, my goodness they moved the ball up and down the field on Kansas City's defense so you know as you look around the NFL and what, what know, about
1: Russell Wilson last night?
0: Oh, unbelievable! Just unbelievable. What do you think of that decision? Uh, you know, Dan I late, did not like it the at game. the time,
1: to be honest with you.
0: Neither did I. Uh, you know, I, I actually my my brother is a big Viking fan, and I sent him a text, and I said, I don't agree with this right now. I mean, listen. It, you, you know who's
1: on the other side. That's exactly. It. you got to well, play against Wilson.
0: <laughs> well, well, Mike, here's the thing. If you kick the field goal, okay, hmm. you're up by eight. So right. worst case, worst case scenario exactly is you, you drive down the field, you score the touchdown, and then you convert the two-point conversion and you maybe either have a little time on the clock to, to get a field goal, or you go into overtime and you take your chances in overtime. Exactly. Because Minnesota was moving the football. I mean, they had they had no answer, um, uh, Seattle for Minnesota's running game, regardless of who was in, whether it be Cook uh-huh. or his backup. And they had no answer for Thielen. I mean, they couldn't cover the guy yesterday. He was he was smoking their corners all over the field. So, you know, without getting too much into this game. You know, the worst-case scenario is they drive down the field, they tie the game up, and you go into overtime and you take your chances there. Why? And I understand, you know, somewhat the logic, but why would you risk, you know, going for it on fourth down and giving the ball to Wilson when you know what he's capable of doing and all he needs is a touchdown and the game's over? You know, all he needs to do is get into the end zone and you lose the football game. And that's exactly what happened. You
1: don't give winners a chance to win.
0: You don't. You know. That's then, my
1: that's my logic, okay. You know, if I, if I'm playing a crap quarterback, okay, I yeah. can see the decision. But when you're playing one of the best quarterbacks in the league, who is really good when he's in a pressure situation, don't put him in that situation.
0: <laughs> exactly, and uh, you know the kid Metcalf. I mean, he's just a beast. I mean, I can't say enough about him. And, you know, <laughs> when we watch other teams play the teams that we play, and right. I've said this a million times too, you look at it and you're like, you know what, we, we, we've we actually done a decent job because their receivers had – uh, he had a decent game against us, Metcalf, but not a great game. He made some big plays, right. but he's just a fantastic a beast, football player. You know? He really is. And, um, you know, I mean – it is what it is. But, uh, you know, getting back to us, I mean, just a great, you know, it was just great. And, you know, how many names did we mention, Mike, over the last half hour? I mean, a lot of names. And, quite a few, what,
1: and, we, and we could mention quite a few more. I mean, a lot of guys had a good game yesterday. A lot of guys.
0: Yep. The whole offensive line, you know, give them, you know, you gave them credit already. But, you know, how about Sanders? Okay, let's throw him yes, in there. I mean, yes. this guy. Money. I, Five more field goals yesterday. I mean, he has not missed a kick.
1: He's made 14 straight, 16 if you include last season, and that uh, breaks a team record 14 into the season without a miss.
0: Right, and, and some of them have been pretty nice kicks. I mean, yep. it's not like it's chi- they're chip shots. And, you know, you look around the NFL, and I keep saying this, you're seeing guys missing extra points, and this guy's out there. And, you know, it, it. listen, you know, you don't ever, ever want your kicker coming out on the field for points. But if he has to come out, he has to put points on the board. Because it's demoralizing, as you mentioned last week. You were Jim. I can't remember who it was, but the point of the matter is, is that you know, if you do have to settle for a field goal attempt, you got to get those points on the board. And he's been perfect all year, and uh, I can't say enough about him. I right. mean, it, it's great to watch,
1: and his touchbacks have been awesome too. He's he's kicking the ball out of the end zone on most kicks, and that's what he's paid to do.
0: Absolutely, so absolutely. he's
1: definitely getting the job done. So it props to him. Let's not jinx him.
0: <laughs> right. Well, we've been talking about him every week, and we haven't jinxed him yet. So okay. maybe maybe we're we're giving him good luck by oh, by praising hopefully. him. I mean, how many people talk about kickers anyway? Right. Uh,
1: I know. I generally don't, but. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love it because, you know, this guy's a Pro Bowl player right now. I think he is. I mean, you know, if he continues this season, he will be be in the Pro Bowl. I mean, you can't – listen, how can you argue with perfect, right?
1: Exactly. 72 Dolphins will tell you about
0: that. (laughs) That's right. Mercury Morris will tell Uh you about that, right? He sure will.
1: (laughs) Uh, Got anything else for today, Lou?
0: No, I mean, you know, just, just you know, it's a happy Monday. It Um, is a happy Monday. I'm never thrilled about Mondays. You know, I know a lot of people aren't. Everybody has to go back to work and stuff. But, uh, you know, as a Dolphin fan, if you had to go back to work today, I know you went back in a very, very happy mood because, uh, you know, again, this wasn't expected, and uh, the way they won and the way they played yesterday was really fun.
1: Yes, sir, and we'll be back on Wednesday with Jim to talk about the Jets,
0: the stinking lousy, stinking what Jets. We hate the Jets. We want to annihilate them. We want if we, we want to four-
1: embarrass them, maybe get Gase fired, whatever it takes.
0: Well, yeah, it, I mean, if we do embarrass them, uh, maybe you know what, Mike? Maybe Flores will like keep him in the game, so Gase keeps his job because <laughs> maybe we he don't will. we don't want him getting fired. We want him staying there for another couple of years. That way we can kick their asses every time we play him. As long as he's the head coach, I don't think we have any concerns with the Jets. All right. <laughs> and I know a lot of Jet fans that will tell you the same thing. I hope you're right. All righty. All
1: right. Thanks for listening, everybody. And Lou, thanks for joining me. And like I said, we'll be back Wednesday. Fins up. Fins up, Dolphins. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network.